everybody, it's the Buko Boys. I am Derek Van Otten, or known as DVO. And I'm Dalo. And we're, I'm watching your dog chew his rear foot, and it's cracking me up over there. Yeah, he's a big weirdo, sorry. He's like, holy, I'm Steven. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's what he reminds me of while he's sitting there gnawing on it. <laughs> well... You just came back from a nice little adventure, brother. It was a pretty dope ghost adventure I just went on. So if you guys have been paying attention, Dale was gonna. Dale was invited. Well, actually, a bunch of us were invited, but Dale actually had the guts to go. And, uh, and the time. Well, your plan was to go, I should say, to Louisville. Right. And go to go to Waverly Hills, and you got caught up on the buddy pass system, and you didn't make it out. Oh, yeah. But this time, you were able to go out. Yep, and I went out a day early just in case I ran into some bullshit. So I went out early, and, you know, the way home, I just, you know, I didn't care if I ran into some bullshit. And I did, and it sucked anyways, and yeah. I cared. I didn't care. <laughs> what was the first reason why? What was going on? Okay, spring so break. F- so spring break, spring was the first break one. happened. And now this one was... And, and it was it was kind of crazy where it was a situation where there was a ton of open seats. Uh-huh. And then the night before, we you know, ch- double-checked it. There was a ton of open seats. Right. I shouldn't have had any problem getting on the plane. That morning of, everything sold out. I can't get on the damn plane. I couldn't get out there. And I tried every single flight that could. I was at the airport for six hours. I couldn't leave. So I missed oh, the investigation. And then and then this time you almost got caught up as well because you went out during Kentucky Derby weekend. I got super lucky that it was Kentucky Derby weekend. And I went out there, no problem. I got there first class, no issues. That's freaking sweet. I've never been first class. It's pretty dope. I'm so jealous. First class is the shit. And and I forgot that they just give you free drinks. Oh, so snap. so they're giving you free alcohol, and I forgot to like ask for some. Till one of the flights, one of the guys sitting next to me, <laughs> he was like, "Let me get this," and they were just bringing it to him. Like, oh yeah, first class does this. Okay, yeah, let me get some of this. <laughs> this is my new lifestyle now. I forgot. This is how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so you went out to to Louisville, mm-hmm. and uh, you were able to go Waverly Hills. And you, so you know, I just found this out. You know, so Kentucky Derby was was that week was last weekend, and but also, I found out that Louisville is a huge bachelorette spot. Louisville is, or Nashville is. Oh, Nashville, that's right. Which and Nashville is oh, an hour and a half right. drive away. That's that's right. It, it is Nashville because it was it's it was the draft the weekend before. Yeah. And so I was surprised. That's right. I mixed it up. But I was surprised to hear that that Nashville is such a huge bachelorette spot. That is weird. But I guess a lot of them are in the country music. So yeah, that well, I guess sense. I guess a lot of them were pissed off because they went down there. They didn't know it was draft weekend, the NFL draft, and they were like pissed because there was a bunch of dudes and getting yeah, rowdy. It's crazy because you don't expect some of these events when you're planning your event. It's true. So like this, I just randomly chose this weekend after missing out on that weekend that uh-huh. i was supposed to go and i didn't i figured you know what i'm still gonna do it because you didn't plan on spring break no <laughs> and i and i forget spring break is so random for all the different school districts and all the different states and then colleges so right. spring break pretty much runs from the middle of march all through april yeah so it's like you're pretty much screwed all that time so when i chose yeah, this weekend true. i was like hey this is like First weekend of May, there's nothing going on. It's not Mother's Day. There's no holidays. There's no anything preventing me from going to my destination. And I get there, and it's just like on the plane, I'm noticing <laughs> women with these big luggages for their big hats. Yeah, they don't want to smash And then their I big get hats. off the plane in <laughs> Louisville, and there's like a big band playing, and there's like a big statue of a horse oh, with that's cool. roses around its neck. And I'm like, oh shit. Is this happening now? And sure as shit, it was the damn derby weekend. So did you go to watch the races? I actually did. You put some money down, I saw. I did. Nice. So let me tell you all about my my adventures. Getting there, what I did there up okay. until the point I was investigating. Okay. So I get in on Thursday, and I was lucky enough to get a rental car and a hotel for cheap. Okay. And I don't know how I did it. And it was funny is I get to the rental car booths and I'm trying to rent a car and they're like, oh, we're not taking walk-ups. You have to have a reservation. It's uh, Derby weekend, bud. I don't know what you're thinking. And I'm like, oh, no. And they're like, well, if you want, we can look it up, see how much it would cost. And they're like, oh, for the three Because days, probably Uber was probably pretty pricey, too. I don't, I don't know. But they were just looking it up and they're like, okay, it's okay. like 200 and something bucks for the three days. I'm like, you're crazy. 
I looked online. I booked it for 30 bucks for three days. Right, right in front of right him? Right in front of him. <laughs> and then I went to like two two stalls over to the uh, a different uh-huh. company. I was like, hey, I just made a reservation. <laughs> but um, yeah, That works. So I get to my hotel. Um, I, I check in the hotel, and then I start kind of just checking out the town. I ended up going to the Louisville Slugger Museum. Yeah, I saw you put a picture on, on your Instagram, and that looked cool. It was like a huge like, The bat, bat was right? taller than the building. It was so cool. That's kind of cool. And then they had a bunch of bats in there that they uh, had signed, you know, from professional baseball players. Okay, all right. They had a, the cool museum in there, a baseball museum. I didn't take the whole tour of the museum because I didn't want to spend too much time in one place. Okay. Um, so I went just kind of walked through real quick, checked it all out, bought some souvenirs, and then I walked uh, down the street more and ran into some bourbon distilleries. Nice. Evan Williams. Say it again? Evan Williams bourbon. Evan Williams. All right. It's a famous one. Yeah. Um, so it's a famous Kentucky bourbon. I went and did a taste test over there. Nice. And during the derby weekend, the drink of that, like for some reason, the drink of the whole town is this peach mint julep tea. Okay. And it's damn delicious. Peach mint julep. It's All a right. pink, yeah. And it's peach bourbon. mint julep tea. All right. So you got to throw in the tea because it's also a sweet tea in there. Or okay. It's it's sweetened by the peach bourbon. Interesting. So this was this was actually a really good taste testing. So we you know tasted a couple of the different bourbons, and then we got a full glass of this peach mint julep tea. Okay. And so they gave us how, how to make it. You take a gallon of of tea. Of unsweetened tea. All right. Then you take a bottle of this peach bourbon, All right. Evan Williams peach bourbon. You just mix those together, and then there's a um, there's a mint julep mix that All Evan right. Williams also makes. Then you put some of that in there as oh, well. All right. And then you just put in a big old punch bowl and put a sprig nice. of a uh, sprig of mint in your glass, and that's summertime right there. I that's like all that. summer. I'm gonna do that all summer long. That sounds good. It is really good. And you also ran into somebody that we well, know. Yeah, so that was, uh, well, let me tell you more about Thursday. Because oh, okay, this okay. has kind of led to the events. Okay. Because so, all these had to conspire just right. All right. <laughs> so Thursday, after I do well, you those do that, I'm going to take my sweater off. It's getting toasty up here. Okay. So after I do that, uh, um, I decide I'm going to check out some more of the town. And I start looking at old Louisville, which is, you know, these homes that are just super old and they're haunted as shit. Just walking by there. I'm like, these are super haunted. Well, anyways, this is a whole neighborhood of like that. Just haunted-ass houses. And then I look up after I'm done checking out the neighborhood. I'm seeing what else is nearby. And I see that the races are, are going on. And that Thursday is kind of like a, a locals thing where they're still having the races. And it's still a big party and everything. Okay. So I'm like, I'm going to go check it out. I drive down there. And I get I park and this right up, you know, by the entrance, and some old man starts yelling at me, and I'm like, "What, what? do you want? What's your what's your deal, old man?" He's like, "If you want to park here, it's twenty five bucks." Jeez. And I'm like, "Look, man, what the hell? First off, what's going on here? I, it's my first time here in, in the state and in the city, and I have no idea. I, I know that it's a race. Like, kind of give me the ends on what's happening." So he's telling me how he lives there, and he charges people to park. And I'm like, "That's a city street." He's like, "I know," and these suckers are paying me. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, here, have a seat, have a seat with me. And he just wants to holler at all these women walking out of the races oh, in their funny. in their tight big. dresses and their big hats. Nice. So he's trying to holler at with missing teeth and he's dirty. And <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, he what was like Kentuckian, is what you're saying? Yeah, okay, yeah, straight right. up Kentucky. And I'm like, what did I get myself into right now? <laughs> so, anyways, I'm laughing with this guy, uh-huh. and then some people across the street that were all dressed up from the races. They start, um, they're like, look, hey, do, you, do any of you have a car want to drive us to our uh, Airbnb? Because our Uber's taking like 40 minutes now, and this is killing us. We just want to go. Do you, any uh-huh. of you guys down? I'm like, actually, where's your guys' Airbnb? I look it up real quick. It's right by my hotel. Nice. And I'm wanting to go to my hotel anyways. Uh-huh. I'm like, I will be the guy to take you. I will be your Uber. So you became like an Uber for so a second. So I became an Uber for a second. <laughs> I take them to their Airbnb. They're like, hey, come in and have a beer with us. I'm like, sure. I'm not on the clock, really. So, <laughs> so I have a couple beer with these guys. They're pretty cool. Um, and then I leave that, leave those guys, and I go back to my hotel. I just kind of stay there for the night. But the money they paid me, they ended up giving me 60 bucks. 
And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take this money to the races with me on Friday. This, it's like a big day called Oaks. Friday is okay. called Oaks. Okay. So I'm like, I'm going to go check it out. So I take that money, and I'm like, I'm going to blow this money. Cool. So that's the reason why I went to the races, because this this I wasn't going to go because I didn't bring a lot of money to just blow. Sure. So I wanted to just... Now I had money to blow. I'm like, cool. <laughs> and I get there, and it's 60 bucks exactly to get in. I'm all, coincidence, weird. So I get in there, and I'm just, I'm just going up and down the aisles, checking things out. And you don't actually watch the racetrack, from what I found. General admission, you're not in the stands looking at the, uh, the racetrack. Okay. You're actually in the middle of the track. You don't see the horses running around you because you're a little oh. elevated or something. And, oh. and you, there's a big jumbo screen that everyone looks at. Interesting. So I'm just kind of walking up and down everything, seeing how it all works. And I stop in the middle and I talk to these two guys that were kind of talking about betting and stuff. And I, I introduce myself. I you tell them, you know, I'm a friend of the state. I don't know. First thing about betting on horses. Can you kind of give me the ins? Okay. So they start explaining it to me. Their name was Terry and Philip. And I'm like, is this a South Park episode right now with Terrence and Philip? This is some crazy shit right now. <laughs> well, you know, I tell them my whole uh, thing about being from out of state, not knowing anybody where I am right now, and 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 uh, not knowing how to bet on horses. And as I'm telling them where I'm from and how I don't know anybody, uh-huh. I go, "Excuse me, that was my cousin that just walked by." <laughs> and That's crazy. I'm staring at her. I'm like, "Is that really my cousin?" And she from I'm, San Diego. From San Diego, yeah. So neither one of us are from this area. Anyways, I'm staring at her. I'm waiting for her to look at me, and she looks at me, and we both just drop our jaws like, "Holy shit!" And so we run over, give each other a hug, and kind of like, "What are you doing here? What are you doing here?" And I'm like, "Obviously, you haven't been listening to the podcast, exactly." So yeah, Donna, 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 you better be listening. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so random though, That's so, so random. random. So me and her, we decided let's go get a drink, and they had souvenir glasses. Okay. So we made it a point to go around and get all the different souvenir glasses nice. that we could, and by the end of that, we were pretty tipsy. I was tipsy. Oh, I can imagine. Because how many did you have? Five. Okay. <laughs> and because one of them was not a souvenir glass, so we had five mixed drinks, and I ended up, I had a couple beers before I had seen her, and then after I left her, um, she had to get ready for dinner, and I, I needed to sober up, I needed to eat, <laughs> uh, ran into this uh, family that was cooking barbecue outside of the uh, event, just kind of at a uh-huh. neighbor, uh, corner smoke shop. Okay. So I went over and had some barbecue with them. I, just, nice. I had no agenda, so I was just hanging out talking with them. I felt like Anthony Bourdain. I'm just out in the oh, city. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> I totally felt like Anthony Bourdain. You should have started interviewing random people. I should have just started vlogging everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, that would have been good. But uh, so after I did that, I went and got a bunch of uh, Gatorade and stuff and sobered up. And I went to check out Muhammad Ali's grave because he's he's buried oh, out there i didn't it's know cave that. hill cemetery interesting and that's supposedly really haunted okay uh so i try to make my way into it but all this the gates are closed yeah this was okay. friday so all the gates were closed i couldn't get in there um but there was i found an open gate and it was a section of the cemetery but it doesn't go into the big section where he was his tomb is so i wasn't able to get over to that side but there were still some super old headstones like it was pretty creepy in there for sure. Okay, cool. Um, and as I left there, it looked like there was some paranormal ghost tours, like walking tours going uh, on as I was pulling out of there. So uh, that would have been cool to know. So that. everyone in Kentucky, you're saying, is pretty hospitable. Pretty hospitable. Okay. Um, pretty haunted, that's for sure. A lot of old okay. stuff. Um, but yeah, that that there's not a lot to do there. So that was like the big weekend that they have there. Pretty much after that weekend. It was was a good thing then that you went when there was a big weekend. You would probably have been bored out of your mind for a couple days. Yeah, so there was definitely stuff to do. I mean, I would have had fun regardless. I'm sure. But but yeah, it was cool that that was happening. Crazy random that those circumstances happened that I ended up being right there to to run into our cousin. So that was pretty nuts. And and by the way, this is... (laughs) Joe Rossi made a comment. He's like, well, all Filipinos are related. Actually, this is blood. Yeah, this was blood cousin. <laughs> so yeah, this is pretty. That's pretty unique. awesome. <laughs> so then Saturday, you end up going. To well, no, no. Oh. Friday night, 
was the investigation. Oh, it was Friday night. So Friday was a long day for me. So oh yeah. So Friday when did it start Friday night? Midnight. Oh. So God. it started at midnight. So I had all night. this day to just do whatever I wanted all day long with no agenda except I needed to be sober and at Waverly Hills by midnight. Gotcha. <laughs> that was just the only agenda I had. Yeah, I got to sober up at this point. Yeah, so I sobered up and I was pretty tired. And so I drove pretty close to where Waverly Hills is. And I went to like a Walmart there, got some more liquid, you know, stay hydrated. And then I just kind of tried chilling out in the car, trying to take a nap if I could. Couldn't really take a nap, but I got some rest. My legs were killing me because I had been on my feet all day. Oh, you know what else I did to sober up to? There's a walking bridge that goes over the Ohio River. That's what I did. So I walked, and going onto the other side of the river, you are now in um, Indiana. Oh, interesting. So I had crossed the river into Indiana. Oh, okay. And and then I crossed back. (laughs) All but right. that was a long ass walk. It was pretty steep. My legs were burning. It was a long ass walk. So I and I was like, I have to walk all night long on top of this. Yeah. So I was like, I better chill. So that's when I was like, I'm gonna go rest in the parking lot and you know try to just relax, meditate, do what I need to do, and then get there on time. So I get there and I'm driving up the the uh, the driveway, and you kind of go past this golf course, and oh, it's just creepy as shit. And even the drive from Louisville to Waverly Hills is just really wooded. It's a big wooded stretch of highway. All right. And then when you get to the area, it's all of a sudden there's this development and it's a city. It's a full-on city with a Walmart and everything. And, yeah, it was just pretty strange because that, that, when they originally built that, it was out in the outskirts. Okay. So it, it still is in the outskirts of Louisville, but now there's like a new city kind of built all around it. Interesting. All right. But, um... But yeah, it was super creepy long driveway around the uh, golf course going up into the uh, Waverly Hills estate. And I it pulled up and there was cars off, kind of parked off to the side, people waiting there. So I, I pulled over and was like, is this where everyone's meeting up for the investigation? And then they had told me, oh, they we're waiting for the guy to get to open the gate for us. And in the meantime, they were just kind of BSing. They're like, are you here by yourself? I'm all, yeah. Like, oh, you're brave. <laughs> you guys are pussies. <laughs> you know nothing about buko boys. Yeah, you don't know shit. Well, anyways, <laughs> these guys—they're—they were students. Uh, The—they're going to school for the government. I don't know exactly what okay. their jobs were, but yeah. So they're—they were in town for some trainings that they were doing, and out of that group of people, I think there was about six or seven of them out of that group. Um, there was one of them who was actually a, a believer in spirits who had things happen to him growing up throughout his life. The rest of them were all skeptics. They were all, some of them were just like, no, there's no such thing. And others were like, I'm open to it. I've never had an experience, but this is cool. So I'm like, do you guys have any equipment? They're all no. I'm like, well, shit, what are you guys doing? You're just going <laughs> to come in here and walk around in the dark and run into shit or what? But they're like, we got our cell phones. I'm like, so you got a flashlight and a voice flashlight recorder. And a voice recorder and 911. <laughs> but, um... But anyway, so I was just like, all right, well, I got a bunch of equipment. You guys are more than welcome to hang out with me. And so they were like, well, oh, my God, what are you, a professional? I'm like, well, I've got a, I have yes, hobbies. The answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, we, they do like a little uh, presentation beforehand. You watch this little video. And I'm kind of sitting by myself. And I, and I got to meet um, a shout out to Melanie and her husband, Keith. They work there, and they I had I had met her through Instagram and the Waverly Hills, you know, kind of checking out Waverly Hills things, and I had uh, kind of communicated with her, let her know about you know coming in there and and like things to do and all that stuff. So she was real nice. It was nice meeting her and her husband Keith. He would also work there. She told me to go on tour with Chelsea because she told me Chelsea, the tour guide, is who she trained. So she's like, she's she's a lot of fun. You want to go with her. So shout out to Chelsea as well. She was real cool. Nice. And uh, so Chelsea takes us on the uh, the tour first. And then we split up this group because there was about 35, 36 people total for this public investigation. So they split it off in the 18s. One group over here, one group over here. So I went with the group with Chelsea. And it was funny because uh, before I even had a chance to get up and, and go with the group, the, the group of students that were there, 
they kept yelling out for my they kept yelling my name out all the time. Dale, where's Dale? We need Dale over here. <laughs> so I'd get over there and uh, it was pretty funny. They would want me to walk up front and all, all that. But uh, Chelsea was really cool with the tour. So we toured the uh, the way we split it off was one group goes and investigates the first and second floor. The other group investigates the third, fourth, and fifth floor. And then halfway through the night, we meet back into the uh, the store where we watch the video and all that. Uh, we meet there halfway through, and then we we uh, split off and switch. And then what what time is that halfway through? Um, three in the morning. Okay, so from midnight. So it was like two forty five. So at two forty five, we meet back there, regroup for like twenty thirty minutes, and then split off. Okay, wow. So it's basically going from midnight to six in the morning. Yes. Wow. All right. And because uh, it is a huge place, it's five yeah. floors. So it. Yeah, it was it's huge. So we went on a tour first of the third floor. Um, from the third floor, we pass the fourth floor and go into the fifth. Should we floor. do a little history of what Waverly Hills is, and yeah, so Waverly Hills was started off as a tuberculosis hospital. Yeah, I was looking at funny you mentioned Ohio River because it seems like Ohio River started the TB epidemic really? in Kentucky. Yeah, so I'm kind of reading all the water go running down. It, huh? Yeah, there's a lot of bacteria. So I'm just kind of reading on. I'm actually on Wikipedia reading. Waverly Hills. So it opened in 1910 for tuberculosis. It was supposed to be a small number. It was only like a two-story building. Now, like you were just saying, it's five now. Yes. uh, Because there was a big outbreak due to the Ohio River and the bacteria in the river. So I I did not know that that the river is what kind of spread it. Yeah, so funny that you mentioned that. I was just kind of reading and said, oh, look at that. And, uh, you know, there's, there's probably, what, two, there's probably three... Things that I can remember hearing, because Waverly Hills has been on tons of those ghost shows you see on TV. Yeah. And probably the three things that come out the most, and I'm sure you'll talk about them when you, when you, when you got to them, those areas, is there's a, there's a section where there was a little boy. I believe it started off that maybe his parents had TB and tuberculosis, so he kind of... It was like once yeah. somebody got it, the whole family was there. Kinda. Well, not always. I mean, if if, no if one you were a child and your parents had TB and went there, then yeah, then you went. Right. But if no one, one of your parents no were good, there then you stayed you. with a good parent that didn't have it. Yeah. But once so, you're there, you're stuck there forever. Yeah, yeah, because it was uh, quarantined, right? Like, once yes, you go in, you cannot... Even the doctors and nurses. Yeah, so so there's a there's a rumor of a boy. He would always play with a ball, and so so now there's a rumor um, that you hear a bouncing ball. And there's been there's been things on shows, and I'm sure you'll touch on this too, Dale. But if you put a ball down, it will move around. So yeah. I don't know if you guys had a ball, but there was balls all yeah. scattered throughout. Oh, was some there? Of the, yeah. Okay. Uh, another one. Another rumor is there's a there's a nurse. That supposedly hung herself in in, a, in front of a particular room, and then that room is now haunted. And there's rumors to what caused that, or if she even did commit suicide. There's so there's kind of rumors there, um, and so there's a room that's haunted. And then another one is, is the body shoot. So basically, so many people would get stricken at a time, they didn't have time to like haul everyone out to get buried. Well, no, what it was was they didn't want to. With how many bodies were going out of there, uh-huh. and the people that were living in the hospital had they didn't want them seeing all these bodies leaving the hospital for for like their morale, morale. yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much for their morale sake. They didn't want them like, seeing oh, that. And guess just, what? You're next. <laughs> yeah. So they created the body shoot out yeah, the back. Yeah. So they do. They just kind of when someone passed away, they throw them down no, the chute. Not necessarily throw them down a chute. They <laughs> okay, they were yeah. on a cart. You're right. With you're wheels, right. I and there it. was so there was a flat. Angle um, completely flat, and then there was kind of stairs that off to the other side of them. So the, I mean, the hallway width is about four feet to five feet wide. Half of it is steps; the other half is just flat that they could wheel a cart up and down it as they yeah. walked along. So they would, yeah. So they put them on a on a on a cart, walk them down, and it seemed like they what they would do from what I was hearing is they kind of stack them at the bottom, and then at night. They would drive up with like a van or something and pick them up and then drive them off to the cemetery. To yeah, bury something them. to that effect. Yeah. yeah. So those are the, the probably the big three key things that, that everyone kind of talks about when you watch these shows anyway. Well, there's another thing too that they always talk about. Okay. You mentioned was the creeper. Oh yeah, and yeah. that's on the fourth floor. They see like the shadow, the shadow that walks towards you and like walks along the walls up the ceiling. Yeah, walk, yeah, you're right. Like it's walking on all fours along the ceiling, right? Like yeah. Crawling on the ceiling, crawling on the walls, 
Uh, it'll like come charging at you down the hallways. That's what yeah. That's again. That's what people are saying. Yeah, and so um, when we take the tour, we first toured the third floor, and taking that tour, Chelsea wanted anybody in the group that's in there that had any kind of ability. She wanted to pick your brain. Um, she kind of talked about some <clears throat> stories with other people that had abilities and things that had happened that were pretty coincidental that were pretty cool, you know, for her. So she talked about that. Um, we went from the third floor, skipped the fourth floor, went to the fifth floor. Okay. When we skipped the fourth floor, I looked at the door and was like, you know, not even realizing that we're skipping the fourth floor for a reason. Um, I'm just looking at the door thinking, damn, whatever's behind that is negative as shit. You can um, just kind of sense it. I just felt it. So we go up to the fifth floor, and that's where the nurse had hung herself. Um, kind of told us the speculation of, you know, her living with the guilt of aborting the baby or, you know, that, you know, things that she would have caused her to want to commit suicide. She talked about that, but then also talked on the subject of it could have been the doctor kind of subdued her with some other people that orderlies and aborted it like the forced abortion interesting and she committed suicide because of that or it the forced abortion didn't turn out so well and they kind of messed up so they had to make it look like a suicide yeah that's so there was there's kind of different speculations with how that could have happened I did, obviously a different time right too it's just and yeah and, and they also had that's where the kids were up there on the fifth floor there was like a playground and stuff up there and there was uh, some thoughts of the ball going over the side and the boy chasing it over and falling. Yeah. Or the, it was also on the same floor as the, the, the crazies. Some of the guys that went crazy due to the TB affecting the brain and eating away oh. their brain. Because it attacks some of the soft tissue after so long. And, Interesting. Um, so they start going crazy. And so they did a lot of testing on people and stuff. Yeah, you know, because back then, like, like I was saying, it was, it was a different time. They didn't have the medical knowledge or know how like that. Well, they were do doing today. a lot of testing, a lot of testing. But they were also of... doing some things they thought that were like that. Some of the docs were, doctors were just doing for fun. Yeah, they were experimenting. Like, hey, well, what would happen if this happened? And so you got that that residual energy of people that probably passed away, and not the best of terms. Yeah, maybe even in like pain or agony. Well, here's the thing too: is a lot of times. So this place actually went from being a TB hospital to a psych insane asylum later on, and they actually changed the name. But now everyone just still calls it Waverly Hills. But when it was an insane asylum, as well as a TB hospital, uh, hospital, see if it says the name. It was uh, it was something where when you drop your family off there, you're never going to see them again. That's you're pretty much like good riddance. You Uh know what I mean? So a lot of those spirits had no loved ones or don't even know who their loved ones are anymore. So you think about when they passed on and who would be there waiting for them to kind of welcome them into the light is loved ones. And if they don't recognize who they are, they're not going to go into the light. They're going to stay where they know, which is they're at the hospital. Because I had I had never felt or been around so many spirits at one time in my life. It was It was so overwhelming with how many spirits just walking down the hallways and it's you just, just spirit, 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 spirit. Oh, yeah. All over the place. I could feel them everywhere. So the sanatorium was called Woodhaven. Yeah, Woodhaven mm-hmm. was what it was. And, and then it looks like they Waverly tried to make Hills. it a prison at one time, too, but the city... Well, they, folk it was after it was abandoned. They talked right. about op- opening... So this was after the 80s right. when they talked about that. Yeah. The transitions. But, but it looks like the, the, this, the, the population didn't like the idea of a, of a small prison, so they, they botched that idea, and then it's been kind of abandoned ever since it seems like Mm -hmm. so on the fifth floor i actually didn't feel too much up there i I didn't feel the spirit of that woman that nurse i don't know if she crossed on or or crossed over or is just not there but i didn't i didn't feel her spirit at all but we went into this doctor's office as we walk into this doctor's office we go through the door and after you pass the door there's more of like a little hallway that goes into this open room in that little hallway area there's a little closet off to the side passing that closet i could feel some energy in there interesting and um that doctor supposedly is that energy that's in there well she tells us the about that room and how the doctor is in there and how 
there was a metal door that slammed shut on on one of her tours. Oh, interesting. While they were on the tour, and after that door slammed shut, there was a girl that was standing next to the door that was just kind of running in place. And they were just all every, huh. everyone had shot over to the opposite side of the room because they were so scared. And right. that girl was just staying over there but just running in place. And so the lady, Weird. the Chelsea, she goes, um, "Are you okay? Do you, like, why are you doing that?" And she's like, um, "My jacket got stuck in the door when it slammed shut, and I'm really scared, and I'm trying oh. to run over to you guys, and I can't." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she got stuck. Okay, <laughs> but. Uh, so she tells that story. It was pretty funny. It was funny. Um, I thought she was tripping or something. Yeah, right? Like she's possessed or some shit. Yeah. No, she's just trying to run funny. away. <laughs> so anyways, um, so she tells us that story and then tells us about the spirit of this doctor and how the doctor stays in that closet. The spirit stays in that closet. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's what I felt. Um, but we moved on and then went down to the fourth floor. Okay. Once we get to the fourth floor, she tells us about... She has her back to the door and how on another um, tour that she was giving, there were scratches coming from the other side of that door. Okay. And someone had, then it was recorded, actually. So she played it for us. It was like scratches and growling or something on the other side of that door. It's pretty loud, but nobody's on the other side of that door. And there's actually a porthole or a window that there's nothing in there, no glass or anything. So you could actually see right through there. There's nobody in there. Um, on the opposite side of it, it's just uh, the hallway. You're in the hallway of the fourth floor. Could That's be a it. rat or a bird. No, it was loud. And it was like right, it was loud where you could hear it on the recording. I don't know where he was standing compared uh-huh. to where she was. But um, then they, uh, one other employee that was kind of walking along on the tour with us had stopped me and a, another guy, one of the students that wanted to kind of hang out with me the whole time. Um, so he stopped us and kind of told us about a story where some people had broken in before they had kind of turned it into a historical site and everything. Okay. They broke in some teenagers and they were on that fourth floor and they started seeing things and got scared. The ghosts were messing with them and then they tried to get out. And that door was for some reason, just shut solid on them. They couldn't get out. And that door had no hinge on, I mean, had no latch on it. It just kind of swings it swings and in, swings into the shut position. Swings open freely. It's a big, heavy metal door, but it's off the so ground. It doesn't, it doesn't latch. It doesn't latch. Okay. And they do have a latch on it now, but at the time this happened, there uh-huh. was no latch. So those people were getting messed with. Couldn't get out of there. They found an axe on one of the fire escape things. Okay. So they took an axe to the door and were just slamming this door with this axe. They're huge. He showed us huge gashes on this door. He's all right. They ended up having to call 911 to get them out of there. You said it was a metal door? Yes. Okay. Metal door. So they ended up calling 911 to to emergency response to get them out of this ha- uh, hospital. Like, hey, we broke in. Yeah. <laughs> they pretty us. much had them <laughs> give up themselves and, and get trespassing tickets. Well, anyways, the cops, the fire department, they all get there. They, they get to that door and they just pull it open with one finger. No problem. Interesting. And in the door from the inside where they're trying to get out pushes. So they were hitting it with a metal, with an axe. That that would have opened the door itself. Right. Probably just kicking it would have opened the door. Yeah. Just touching it opens the door. Right. And when the, when the fire department police got there, they just opened it easily. And these kids were all spooked and stuff. So they told us that story. That was pretty nuts. Showed us the big gashes on the door from the axe hitting it. Now, how easy it would it be to break into there? Um... To break into it, yeah, um, not easy now. You'd have to break windows and stuff to get into it now because okay. it's 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 pretty well. It's a historic site now, so there's employees there. Yeah, now. I saw that on Wikipedia too. So the, yeah, site. there's quite a few employees there. There's security there. It's all uh, there's cameras all throughout there now because of the tours and their insurance liabilities. I'm sure they need cameras. So and uh, it, because it's a haunted house now during Halloween. Yeah, it's a seasonal like yeah, it's a seasonal haunted house during haunted house, right. uh, attraction. Yeah, so that you know that brings their money in to keep that place open. Um, but anyways, on that fourth floor, when we go in there, I feel the heaviness in there. Um, and then she has us do this thing where we're staring down the hallway, and complete darkness, no lights. You're staring down this long hallway, and the uh-huh. and the hallways are really wide. Moon, just moonlight lit. There's a lot of big open areas that go. You can walk out and be outside. On the big 
open deck like area on almost every floor because it's falling apart or no 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 because the way it's built okay. so a lot of open air breeze can come in okay all right they thought that people with tb that breeze helps them oh gotcha so there's a big all right. areas where the people could just be out on this deck out outdoors and then there's really nothing closing that off from the elements on the inside so when you're in the hallways i mean you're seeing moonlight coming in and stuff all so right. it's just moonlit staring down these long halls I'll, I'll actually post. I do have some pictures. They didn't want us post uh, taking flash photography, so I didn't really take a lot of pictures. And I Was really wish I would. Because other people that are investigating and they don't want to see that uh, uh, flashes going on and blinding other people. Okay. Um, because it was a public uh, investigation. I got gotcha. you. If you were to rent the place out and have a private tour, you could flash all you want. I'm with you. So they they just wanted to us not to do a lot of flash photography. So anyways, staring down this dark hallway, they're telling us, watch for the shadow figures. I shit you not, you see shadow figures. And you think, okay, my eyes are just messing with me. You know, rubbing your eyes, getting it out and trying to refocus and stare down this hallway. You start seeing these, and sometimes if somebody's shining a uh, flashlight up there, they all kind of just disappear. And then it takes a while till they start coming out again. But man, you Weird. see their whole head and shoulders kind of creep out from the oh, that's spooky. like the side of the wall, and then come back like they're in doorways, like, like they're coming yeah. out of doorways. Yep, okay. like coming out of doorways and then coming back against the wall, and then you'll see them walk across the hall. Yeah, and you're seeing legs move, arms moving, and like head and shoulders, and you're just like, no way! Wow, trying to readjust your eyes and just stare again, and then I shit you not, and everyone's kind of seeing the same thing. Uh-huh. Like I'm like, dude, you see that? Like when I see them leave from left to right or right to left, I'll say I was saying it out loud, and if you know, seeing if anybody said anything different, it was pretty nuts, and it was almost on every Spooky. floor. And um, later, so they let us start investigating. Well, you know? well, well, tell me the people that you were like with. What, how, what was their reaction like? They were all pretty like, whoa, whoa, you know, okay. like so. The whole group of students that were skeptics were all in this group with me. And we kind of split off into smaller groups. So me and this one dude, his name was Cody. He was the one that had experienced a lot of things in his lifetime. And okay. He was more serious about this. So he was like, dude, I want to investigate with you because I've never done this, but I'm really into this. And, and I really kind of want to see something or feel something or... Or have some some cool experiences. I was like, "Cool, man, come with me. You're you're more than welcome." So he stayed with me, and then two other guys I can't remember their names. They stayed with us, and we were kind of checking things out, going around places. Um, we ended up the spirit the the K two was not going off at all. I couldn't get the K two to go off on anything. Okay, there's because there's really not a lot of electrical equipment in there in the first place so there was no emfs i couldn't get it to to do anything um doing the s box sweeps didn't get a lot through there pretty much the only thing that was going off and it wasn't going off that often was the ghost meter pro okay um so two of the guys that were skeptics they were really interested in the ghost meter pro and they have, were having fun with it asking questions and getting answers and then one of them randomly was like, uh, I want, uh, you know, if you are here, if you do have that kind of energy, I want you to touch me on my left shoulder. Well, interesting. you know, being very specific. Yeah. A little bit later, we walk over to this other side where there were balls on the floor and they were kind of talking about, man, we were rolling these balls and they were making turns and coming back at us. And they were like just rocking and rolling in circles in front of us. It was pretty nuts. So we decided to go over to that side and we get there. We start rolling the balls, and I can tell right away this floor is warped. These are eight by eighteen by eighteen tiled floors, but the tile is not like your hard rock tile. It's okay. like cheap material tile, and a lot of those are warped. And I'm running my foot and my hand across them. I'm rolling the ball in them, and I'm seeing how the ball rolls. It'll roll into a little warp tile, and it'll make it turn. Oh yeah. And then sometimes when they settle in a warped little spot, they'll roll back and forth or roll in circles. You watch settles. So I'm like, okay, debunked. And then as I'm debunking this, one of the guys, I hear him go, whoa, oh my God. And I was like, well, what happened? He's like, dude, somebody just ran past me and bumped into my shoulder. I'm all, was it your left shoulder? He's all, oh my God, yes. Wow, interesting. (laughs) 
So he got touched on his left shoulder just like he asked. And this was probably within five minutes of that of them asking that. Wow. Um, so that was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was. Um, and then later we're using the S-Box again. And Chelsea comes over to where we are. And we ask, hey, do you know who this is? And the name, we heard Chelsea come through. Oh, okay. Cool. So we're like, that's really cool. So we were asking more th- questions. Um, not a lot was being said. Not a lot was coming through. I could feel spirits everywhere. But a lot of them were just not interacting. Um, I, th- I think they just get a lot of people coming through there that they maybe just get sick of it. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So I ended up, um, there was some quiet time where uh, Chelsea was just there. And so I kind of stopped Chelsea and let her know. I have a little bit of things that, you know, gifts coming out that I'm still grasping and learning how to use. And uh, I was telling her how that doctor's office was pretty crazy, how I felt that in that uh-huh. closet. And then... After she tells us about the story about some things, tells us how from from other they've they've there's been millions of mediums that have gone through there that she's picked brains through, you know. Yeah. So she had said how, you know, what she's learned from other mediums is he stays in that closet. And I'm like, yeah, and that's how that's what I felt. So did you know what he looked like? I'm like, actually, I didn't see him or try to tap into him. It was just the, the, the energy I felt. It was like he was like floor to ceiling tall. And she was like, he was actually a super tall doctor. So ah. that's that's actually accurate. Um, and then, so she wanted me to kind of like, well, how about let's tell me what you feel. Let's walk down the hallway. Tell me when you feel something and see if you, if you can tell me what it is. So we start walking down the hallway and I'm like, hey, this room right here. And we stopped. And I'm like, actually, there's a big hole in the wall that led to another room. I'm actually, he's in the other room. And I could feel his energy coming through that hole. So let me go in that room. She's all, do you know what he looks like? I'm like, actually, I don't. And as I'm saying that, I was, all of a sudden I get pictures in my head. And I'm seeing this old man. Uh-huh. Um, this old man, he's kind of not really tall, but he's, he's a little hunched over. I don't know if you remember the, the movie Monster House, animated movie no. Monster House. There's a character in there called Mr. Nebercracker. Okay. <laughs> he kind of looked like him. All right. Uh, face facial features like a longer like pointy nose and kind of like a pointy chin all right but he his hair was bald on top and kind of had the crown haircut all right and he's in a hospital gown and he's just laughing kind of rocking and laughing in place and i'm like holy shit but i'm like hey i see i explain to her what i see and she's all do you know his name i'm all no i have no idea what his name is and as i'm saying that a big letter h pops in my head and then the whole name Henry comes across. I'm like, Henry, I guess. The name Henry just came to me. I don't know. She's all interesting. I wish I would have taken a picture of that room, and I completely forgot about it. So I actually, I actually hit up uh, Melanie from Waverly Hills today and asked her if she could if ask Chelsea if she remembers that room okay. to take a picture of that for me so I can kind of refer to that and show Brandy, see if she could see anything and what she sees. I need to really trust myself more because every time I do see something, it's always accurate. But it's just nice getting a validation, I so guess. So his name was Henry? I don't know. I don't oh. know yet. Um, if I can get that picture, I'll, I'll see if Brandy can see it and tap into him. Okay. But um, So I have no idea. So I would like if either Chelsea next asks another medium that comes by there, that goes through there, that she talks to, if they can see them. Um, but anyways, later on that floor... I can't remember if I was on the fourth or third floor at this time anymore of so of where this room was. And um, I ended up turning on my GoPro, and it's complete darkness, have no light. And I'm trying to record, and I hear, I go over to, I feel something in this doorway. I go in this doorway, and it's actually this one of the, there's like a few different flight of stairs in there. Okay. It was a flight of stairs, and I thought I heard people talking, and I heard ball bouncing in there. Interesting. And then I turn around because I'm like, oh, no, someone's in there. And they're like, no one's in there. I was like, did you hear that? And they're all, yeah. So I go back over to the stairwell uh-huh. and I call out. I'm like, hey, anybody out? Is anybody in here? Anybody? And I don't know. I, it's dead silent. And I'm like, oh, man, I was recording on the GoPro. I probably caught that ball bouncing. I reviewed that and listened to the audio and what sucks is holding the GoPro and moving around. There's oh. so much swishing and hearing the air move. And there's oh. about four of us in this area, and you can hear our footsteps. And I'm hearing, and I don't know if I'm hearing 
spirit or if I'm hearing other people, but I I can hear whispering, but it wasn't marked as whispering. I wasn't realizing the audio running, so I didn't think of marking it. So I don't know if that's legit spirit whisper or if that's the people around us whispering. Gotcha. So that kind of sucked. I had to you throw that remember. out. Yeah. So I got to throw that evidence right. out. It's not evidence at that point. Yeah. Um, and then one of those other guys that were skeptical ended up getting a scratch on his neck. Oh wow! While we were up there, he felt something scratch his neck. Nothing bad or anything, but he felt something. He he asked to be touched. He got touched. Um, and the, let's see if there's anything else that was on there that that was uh, um, that was it for that those floors. So then we ended up taking a break. Um, after that break, we toward the first and second floor and the first floor is where they have the body shoot and not knowing where the body shoot was where we started the tour there was this hallway behind me that kept looking behind and it's just like a concrete hallway okay well that concrete hallway just kind of zigzags and goes right to the body tunnel i was feeling stuff coming from behind me and we just went on with the tour. It wasn't until later that she told us, yeah, if you want to check out the body shoot, it's that way. But I was, I want to hurry up with this part of the tour so you guys can start um, investigating. Well, we get to this part where there's these refrigeration doors. And okay. she tells us a story about these kids that used to play in those refrigeration doors. They used to go there and, and, and sneak snacks at night. Who are these kids that are playing in the refrigeration? The kids that were living in the hospital because oh, their families okay, okay. were there right. or they had TV or their families had TV. I was thinking like maybe after it was abandoned, like who the heck's playing No, 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 some right. old, old patient kids that were living there at the okay. hospital. So they would play down there. And I guess their spirits are still in, in there. But they also used that whole area, um, a lot of areas on that first floor as to stack bodies. So there's this oh. lobby area. It's this lobby area. Right now they have coffins in there because it's part of their haunted house but in this big lobby area they had body stacked floor to ceiling wow um and then same with that refrigerated area where we went to same thing with that but in that refrigerated area for dead bodies the refrigerated area it was for food and then kind of turned into stacking bodies when it got out of control okay i'm with you so in there part of the tour she had wanted to volunteer so one of the skeptical guys decided he wanted to volunteer he had to put his hand on the door, introduce himself. There's a certain ritualistic, a ritualistic way of doing it all that she learned because a medium had told her that's what the spirits wanted her to do. Okay. There was a cool little story behind that. Um, but to just make it short, that's what they, the spirits yeah. wanted her to do. So he goes in there alone. We're all kind of outside there. He's in there in the dark alone. And if the spirits wanted him out, they'll let him know. He's like freaking out in there. He's he's talking out loud. It's kind of funny. We're laughing okay. at him. But he's 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 spooked. He gets out of there. He's like, something grabbed my arm so tight. Wow. And I I was telling some of the other guys how I've been touched before and how it feels and it's just like light pressure. Like you feel you feel the weird energy on your body and then it's just a light pressure where it's touching. Did you tell him he was marked now? <clears throat> I should have told him it was a white Dude, walker. You're, you're marked, bro. I'm like that was the Night King. <laughs> <laughs> hey Brad. But um but he said he was grabbed hard. He was grabbed pretty hard. Um and then we get to this other area and as soon as we get in there I could feel negative energy. It was they had some props like a, there was a throne and uh for the uh, haunted house that they have going yeah. on, the haunted attraction. <laughs> Well, behind that throne, it was just black drapes. Well, I could sense something negative behind the throne in the black drape area. Well, Chelsea's doing the tour, and she's like, hey, we have a a pretty nasty spirit in here. Can anyone guess if it's a male or a female? And I was just like, it's it's both. And she's all, well, that's funny, especially coming from you, because you just told me some shit. So (laughs) she's all, actually... This is a negative spirit. It's never been male or female, and it actually likes to pretend to be male, and it actually pr- likes to pretend to be mm. female, depending who he's messing with, who it's messing with. So it actually takes on characteristics of both. Interesting. And so she's like, so God damn it, Dale, that was funny. <laughs> wow, that is pretty good. Um, so anyways, it. but you know what? While we were on that tour, I felt something weird i felt something like in my pockets like something grabbing at my pocket or okay. or like you know if somebody tried to like squirrel tap your nuts real quick yeah 
Um, but if they do that and kind of like miss, you know, kind of felt like that. And I was thinking something in my pocket shifted, but nothing did. Um, and the reason why I, I brought that up was because after everything was over, uh-huh. I'll talk about the investigating part in a second. But after everything was over, Chelsea had told us about these two older gentlemen that were on a tour and both of them had their junk grabbed at. Oh, okay. And I was like, are you serious? She's like, yeah. But she didn't had she hadn't said where at or anything in the hospital. She had said they were just on the tour. They had their junk grabbed and they both had to like <laughs> say something out loud, you know, to, to her to say, hey, what the hell? We just had our junk grabbed, you know. And then, well, anyways, I was like, no fucking way. I actually felt something like try to grab at me. She's all, was it here on the first, was it on the first floor? I'm all, uh, actually, yeah, it was. She's all, um, you know, was it in that room where the, the throne was? Uh-huh. And I can't remember if it was that room or if it was the lobby where they stacked bodies. But, yeah, it was in one of those rooms that I actually felt like something had tried Little, grabbing at some me. Some pedos in there. Yeah, just wiping out my stuff. But anyways, back to the investigating part. Um, after that we kind of split off into little groups i wanted to go to the body tunnel first but everybody seemed to go to the body tunnel so i decided let's stay where this negative spirit is okay um started kind of picking up on it and then started picking up on another spirit of a female and kind of felt like she was just kind of following us around like i kept picking up on the same female on the ghost meter pro um, we kind of went around on this first floor to places we hadn't seen yet and ended up in this one room and it was part of the haunted house stuff. I don't, there was stuff spray painted on the floor. It looked like Is the haunted weird... house throughout the whole building. No, I think it's just pretty much on the first floor. Okay. But anyways, it, there looked like all these symbols spray painted on this floor and it's a small room and I sat the K2 down in the middle. I, and the K2 hadn't been gone off all night. Hadn't been gone, hadn't not changed from green the whole length of the hospital and now we're on the first floor and when i set it down in the middle of this all these symbols and i was like hey if if you want us gone oh and the in the female spirit that i felt kept following us i i got the name amber right away and they said yeah it was her name was amber she liked us she was totally like it that's what i kept calling her throughout the night and she was responding to it but um kind of felt like she was kind of protecting us but when we were in that room and i set the k2 down i was like if you want us out of this room go ahead and grab that and it'll go off and let us know to get out right after i said that boom that lit up red and i was like all right thanks for letting us know we'll get out of here thanks for letting us know this room's not good so we left that room um kind of let try to communicate more in different law that lobby area and stuff Uh then we ended up going to the body tunnel and staring down that body tunnel, that thing is deep. I think it was like a hundred and something feet long. Um, and staring down that thing, there's a little bit of light that comes through at the bottom. And we were told that if you stare down that, like we were trying to stare down that and look to see if we could see more shadow type things. Oh, okay, yeah. I shit you not, man. There was something in the middle of the tunnel, not all the way down at the bottom. Okay. Because how long would you say it is? It was. I said it was like a hundred something feet, hundred twenty something feet. Okay. Um, and at the bottom of the tunnel, so, like part of that group of students, there was a guy and a girl who went down to the bottom already. They said there was a tarp that was kind of on the other side of the fence that kind of was loose and okay. blown in the wind a little bit. But the way we were seeing things was like staring at the bottom of the tunnel. Sometimes the whole thing would just black out completely. And then it would just light would come back real slow. And then sometimes, and it didn't look, it didn't even look like at the bottom of the ramp. It was more halfway up the ramp. It looked like something would stand up and then, and then come back down, creep down slow, or it would kind of come up. And then when it would stand up, everything would black out. And then there was a couple of times that it would look like it would start walking towards us and then it would start walking and then drop. And we were all like, oh my God, we'd see it move left to right or right to left. And there was a couple of times. Where I, and I had never felt this on an investigation ever where I wanted like, oh shit, go, run. <laughs> but there was a couple times when this thing looked like it stood up and started booking it towards you. Wow. But the moment it starts like Whoa. taking off towards you, it drops. And huh. it's just fast enough for your heart to jump and go, ah! and 
it's like it's gone already so it's like i can't i have no reason to run anymore so holy shit and your heart just raced real quick it's like a shadow person yeah it's like like? a shadow person but it just like kind of stands up and goes back down well i had um decided to go down to the bottom right there was four of us that decided to go down we get about halfway i'm like hey guys stop this is where we were seeing this thing stand up i'm gonna stop and let's stare down here let's see if we could see anything the rest of the way down we just kind of start staring and i feel like something is just right there with us so i set the k2 down and you know there's nothing setting it off it's just completely green just like it has been the whole time and i said okay i know you're right here with us if it's unsafe if you want us to turn around and go back up to the top of this tunnel go ahead and grab that and let us know that thing lit up red and stayed red for like three seconds. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, and those guys were freaking out scared. And wow. I was like, okay, just to confirm that you want us to turn around and go back up, go ahead and grab it again, and we will turn around and go back up. On cue, it gets it lights up to red right away and then stays solid like middle yellow for like two seconds. Wow. So I was like, all right, I got the hint. We're going back up. Man, it's crazy. So we go back up um, a little bit later. We explored more. We went to the second floor. Um, not too much going on on the second floor that I can remember. Um, yeah, that's really it. there. Yeah, nothing really there. Uh, we went back to the tunnel, and then those guys decided to go all the way down to the bottom okay. this time. But I, I chose to respect that the spirits didn't want me to go. I actually took a picture right in front of me, right at the top of the tunnel, and I sent that picture to Brandy. And I used my flash, even though we weren't supposed to. <laughs> I just let everybody know the flash rule. Yeah. So, um, warning. <laughs> yep. Look away. So I sent that to her. So just what she could see in the flash, okay. right in front of me, there were two spirits right in front of me. Huh. So I don't know how much farther down, you know, how much more there were all the way to the bottom, but I mean that whole place was riddled with spirits like you wouldn't believe. The whole like creeping out out of the doorways and the door frames that 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 freaks me out it was like just to witness that like i i want to go back with it with a night vision camera if i go back there i want to use a night vision camera and have it on the whole time um just because that way you can kind of review everything Uh all the moments all those moments would be captured and you could see everything because my GoPro is not night vision, and just the little bit that I did record is like you can't see anything. Right. And I yeah. don't know how to do all the editing to lighten up everything. I'm not that True. tech savvy, so I'm never gonna <laughs> I'm never gonna lighten it up. <laughs> but um, going through the audio, I didn't set the audio recorder on at all. I didn't record any oh, like audio. Oh, handheld. Um, yeah, I didn't use that. Okay. And the the stuff that I got from the S uh, the spirit box. I didn't go through every one of those recordings yet. Um, I haven't heard the ones I did go through. I didn't hear anything. And what I did go through on the um, GoPro kind of just sucked because there was just too much commotion. Whoa, that was weird. That light just dimmed on us. Yeah. Like spooky. Yeah. If you're watching, if you're watching YouTube, you'll just see the light just. That those are new bulbs. Oh, that's where we put them in. Yeah, just last month. Yeah, that's right. Spooky. <laughs> well, I do have I do have a ghost here, but I don't think that was him that did that. Huh? That's too tall for him to reach. Interesting. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, light just one light bulb just died on us. But you know what? Um, so I one of the crazy things I do remember that spirit Amber, uh-huh. the one that I thought was kind of right. protecting us. Well, she followed us from the tunnel all the way the whole length of the whole first floor to the stairs that go up to the second floor. Okay. And one of the guys was just asking her a lot of yes or no questions, and she was answering right away, like with good answers. One of the things he was asking her was if she wanted, if she was going to come up to the second floor with us, and she said no. And he said, are you allowed to come up to the second floor? And she said no. Huh. And as soon as we got to the stairs, she left the ghost meter and she stayed with him the whole time and i've never seen it stay lit up that long especially for that long of a distance and with what he was asking about going upstairs and her saying that she can't and the moment he got to the stairs boom she was gone pretty significant but at the same time i started wondering i wonder if that amber was even a spirit that was 
trying to help us or if it was that negative spirit pretending to be a female okay in from that first floor and that's why it can't leave the first floors because it's kind of like it's it's thing there so it really made me wonder if that was even you know uh that amber right. spirit was even a good spirit if it was that one just messing with us interesting hmm. so I do want to go back there. Definitely want to go back there. And I would like to go back on a private investigation. Yeah, I want to go for sure. But being around that many spirits at one time was so overwhelming. And like just walking down the hall. As I'm walking down the hall, I'm just like, there's a ghost. 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 <laughs> like in every room, right? Almost every room. Yeah. There, There's actually rooms that didn't have ghosts. Okay. That I didn't feel anyways. Not saying that there couldn't be, but I didn't right. feel them. And I was feel I was picking up on a lot of spirits, and it was crazy that with how many spirits are there, how many weren't willing to engage. Yeah, well, you know, because most people, I guess when you when you pass, you're kind of the same person you were in life, and so if you were just kind of kind of shy or just kind of kept to yourself, they're probably the same way, you know. And a lot of them, who knows, maybe pass away in their sleep from the from the tuberculosis and. You know what else I would like to do also is investigate the forest around it outside of the body shoot, you know, just oh. they were even saying I was feeling that way. Just looking out at the wooded areas around uh -huh. it, I could just sense a lot of energy coming from that just spirit energy. Is that where people are buried? Oh, I, I bet there's a ton of people buried yeah. out there. Before they started hauling bodies out there, I know there's a cemetery on the grounds. Yep, I remember and, that. Um, I think there's just a ton of unmarked graves. Interesting. And they said that the grounds are super, just as haunted as the building. I, can, I believe and that. And I was like, hell yeah, I, I believe yeah. that. I could feel that. Um, to go investigate that I would like to go out in the forest, yeah, kind of just kind of walk around, use some equipment out there, just kind of feel, feel it out, and then investigate the building as well. Because out in, out in the forest would be the most interesting place to use like the ghost meter and the k2 because there should be no ele electrical electrical anything. right because you're out you're outside yes so those kind of going off would be the most intriguing yeah I most think. definitely i'm trying to think if there was anything else that had happened that i can remember i don't think so Oh, oh the light's back on. on. Uh, oh, because I'm done talking about Waverly Hills. <laughs> so you said we're done. Right? The light comes back on. <laughs> but um, thanks for so, setting the mood. <laughs> so after the I uh, after the investigation was done, I said bye to everybody. Um, I had my uh, cleansing spray. So I a lot of those those students wanted me to cleanse them, and I cleansed them, gave them a little shaman blessing, let them know to tell the spirits not to follow them. Right. And then I got in the car, did the same for myself, and then uh, I went straight to the airport. And I was at the airport forever. <laughs> so, chain reaction of flights, man. So, a couple flights have issues, and then Chicago's airport was down. Okay. Oh, caused okay. a chain reaction. I got first class getting to Atlanta, but from Atlanta getting home, man... It looked like I was going to have to spend a 24 hours there in Atlanta. But because of the circumstances of other flights being delayed and the whole chain of events, I ended up getting home. I didn't have to wait too long. I would say six hours. I, I was... So the flight home, total flight time was like four and a half hours. Uh -huh. I spent 16 hours to get home. Ooh. Yeah, it sucked. I did, and it didn't look like I was going to get home. It was probably going to take me a good 36 hours to get home. But luckily, because other flights got delayed, I was able to get on and I got home. So you're saying nobody pass? Um, unless you're yeah. a pro at it. Yeah, unless you're a pro at it. But because I was, I, the buddy pass I had was putting me at the bottom of the list. Right. So depending on your status, you could get on every flight. Uh -huh. But because it all works in seniority and based off of what company you work for and how you got your buddy pass, it all is ranked by that. So I was always at the bottom of the list. And what was crazy on my flight home, I was number 18 in line on standby. Oh, really? Yeah. How crazy. <laughs> and and I almost swapped it for a flight because I looked like I was going to have to spend the night there in Atlanta. Uh -huh. I almost swapped my flight to, to a flight to Phoenix. And I was like, I might as well just spend the night in Phoenix with my buddy Ryan 
and then take a flight home in the morning that way. And I almost did it. And and uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tr- wait these the other flights out first and see what happens. I go back to the flight that I knew I wasn't going to catch. Sure shit, I got on. Nice. I was like, no way. And I almost <laughs> effed myself. <laughs> nice. Awesome, so I got man. home and everything was good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you enjoyed it, man. That's awesome. I want to. I definitely want to go myself. That'd be that'd be so. We awesome. should go on some adventures. We should go. Yeah. There's some other Eastern State Penitentiary. There's, oh, there's a ton Salem, of Massachusetts. There's the Winchester House. Oh, there's ton. There's we ton need to go on more journeys. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. Well, awesome. Well, thanks for thanks for sharing it. Um, glad you glad you were able to go and then share with us what you saw and experience because that sounds that sounds really awesome. Yeah, just just seeing those shadow people alone was pretty nuts, and having that that feeling of like fear. I haven't had fear in a long, long time of like investigating and actually having fear. And I don't know if it was really just the fear part, or if it's just because it was startling seeing something run at you like that. Sure, yeah. Like it was just it makes your heart beat out of your chest. Just that quick pump, and then it's gone. And you're like, well, that was crazy. <laughs> Good thing I didn't scream. <laughs> awesome. Well, you guys, thanks again for listening to another episode. Uh, thanks to Dale for sharing that cool experience he had. And this weekend is Mother's Day weekend. Oh, yeah, so, Mother's Day, everybody. So I want to wish all the mothers out there, whether biological, step, adoptive, pet mothers, love you guys. Bye, all you mothers. <laughs>